Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Pixel It, and it's a special Thanksgiving episode of Pixel It. It's the we day before Thanksgiving. Thanks. We are giving thanks for you, the fans. That's so all. today, we're supposed to be starting a new book. Normally, we would be starting a new book, but today, instead, because you're getting ready to stuff your stuff your tummies with stuffing and, and turkey or ham or uh, tofu, if if that's your bag, then yeah. you know. Um, let's then, then that's fine too. So, it's good. uh, it's good. It's great. Tofurky. Why not? Or why not? Or turducken. If you want to, you know, if you, if you want to basically do the exact, you want to uh, do the like, exact opposite. The exact attempt God ethically if, opposite. If you want to. Yeah, that's, that is, that is to, to quote drill. That is flipping off the angel. Yeah. The Archangel Michael and walking backwards into hell. That's what a Pretty that's much. what a turducken is. That, it is a nightmare. <laughs> it is a nightmare. I don't know how it can exist. I've roast, I don't know how you cook it. Honestly, I've, I've, I've roasted a single duck breast and those things are so fatty that the fat is just it's freaking ridiculous. And that's just one bird. So you stuff yeah. it inside of another bird with another bird. Stu- I don't I don't know. There must be something to it. So it's duck inside of a chicken inside of a turkey. Is that the uh, a chicken inside of a duck inside of a turkey? OK, yeah, yeah, I guess the duck is bigger than a chicken. A little bigger, a little bigger, a little bigger, a little bigger. Uh, yeah. But still absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the, the whole process to be able to do it, you've got to bone all of these poor animals uh and not in the fun way not in the cool i was about to say let's let's you know take a deep breath and experiment sort of way yeah uh no you've got to you've got to remove like all of that so that you have just this meaty cavity that you can shove another animal it's like a meat glove that's exactly it's a it's a it is it's a meat condom for hill giants it's horrifying (laughs) it's just terrible (laughs) <laughs> we're off to a good start happy thanksgiving everybody happy th- and, and that's all and that's it and that's, that's all that's it that's it um it's <laughs> it also this also kind of marks kind of like a little bit of format change because going forward we plan on having a bit of a transitional episode in between each of our book series just yes. to kind of give us a little breathing room a little bit of time so for yeah. those of you at home who are Always looking forward to the next book. Uh, I'm sorry to disappoint, but we will have some fun stuff in between uh, finishing one series and the next. Yeah. I mean, so. a lot of people, we 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 are really lucky in that we've been looking at the numbers and we've been getting like it just there are so many more of you uh, every month. Uh, it, it, the, the number of people downloading this show has grown exponentially and we're so excited about that. But it is an episodic show. Right. And so there's a part of us that wants to kind of make sure that there's a bit of a breathing station there for people who are just starting out who want to get to know right. who we are and what we're doing a little bit without jumping right into a whole series. Yeah. Yeah. So no, hopefully I, that this serves that purpose. Hopefully. 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 Um, so Thanksgiving, what is your favorite side dish? Ooh. Oh, man. Um, you know, it's funny because it's, it's kind of tough to pick just one because for me, I'm one of those people with Thanksgiving that I get a piece of Turkey and I put a little bit of stuffing on that and a little bit of cranberry on that and a little bit of gravy on that and just like construct the perfect bite. 
and do that several times over the course of a couple of hours and it's painstaking and, and wrong. So it's about uh, the it's about the Maison Son uh, of, like, so, of, yeah. of the of the bites. It's not a yeah. it's not an individual object or no. No, I, the I, sum I, is greater than the parts. That's exactly it. Uh, uh, I, I, if I had to choose, I'd probably say stuffing. Sure, uh, we do a really good uh, uh, cornbread stuffing. Yeah, uh, which I, I love. This this year though, I'm going to be spending it with uh, spending the holiday with my uh, fiance's family. Oh, and I is that, don't know. Is this the first do. holiday? Is this the first holiday you've been spending? No, it's kind of hilarious because last year with uh, you know me and me and Emily are. Uh, a COVID relationship. Uh, we literally had our fourth date the day before um, Atlanta announced a quarantine. <laughs> and I told her and I told her, I said, you know, I, I we, we knew that was going to happen and we were really feeling strongly about each other, even that early on. And so I said something like, I said to her, I said, listen, you know, the rumor is that, you know, before she showed up, I said, you know, the rumors that, you know, they're going to issue a, a citywide quarantine. Uh, so if you really want to come over, uh, and I don't mean this as a dirt bag, but you might want to bring a spare toothbrush and change clothes, that sort of thing. Yeah. And she did. And, uh, we have basically been together ever since. Um, so Thanksgiving last year, uh, we rented a cabin in the mountains in, uh, Saluda, North Carolina, a little town in the Western, in the Western part of the state. And, uh, and we brought our we had one cat at the time, Jonesy, and we brought him up and we made uh Cocovan, uh and mm. uh, and we drank some really good wine along with like a barrel of really, really shitty wine. And it was <laughs> and we were day drunk in the mountains making pie and French food. And it was amazing. And yeah. uh, and we missed our families, but it was really, really good. And then for Christmas we were going to go see my family. Everyone had been quarantining and all that stuff. Sure. And uh, everyone in the family. And um, and we were going to go meet my family in Savannah and spend the time with them. And I was going to see my nieces and nephews and all that. And we were really excited about it. And literally the, <laughs> and literally the night before we were going to leave, which was like the 23rd of December. Right. Um, my roommates uh, told me that they had been exposed to a friend who had COVID. <laughs> and I was like, ah, okay. And womp so I womp. called my family up and I told, you know, it's like, I'm not taking a chance with these babies. I've got, you know, cause I had two nephews that had been born literally. I think they were both literally like two or three months old at the time. Wow. And I said, I'm not taking a chance on this crap. I'm not, you know, we're just going to, we're, we're going to, hang out here. And, uh, and I was really upset and really bummed out. And, you know, and then my whole family took turns call Cause I called my mom and told her she was upset. I was upset and we hung up the phone. And then, uh, my sister and my brother and my dad and my mom, like my whole family took turns, like calling me yeah. one at a time to tell me how much they appreciated, uh, you know, me staying home and how much they missed me. And, but, but next year's going to be better. And don't you worry right, about right. it. And, uh, and I was really upset about it, and Emily could see that. And so her family has a trailer in uh, South Carolina that we spent a lot of time in uh, because her parents live in Ohio normally, and they come back every now and then. 
right. uh, to South Carolina. And we, so over the summer last year, we spent a lot of time there just getting away from it all and staying quarantined. And it, so it's a place that means a lot to us. And uh, so we said, let's go there. Uh, I got the recipes for all my favorite Christmas snack food from my mom. Got all the <laughs> ingredients for that. Right. And, uh, and we went up to, <laughs> you know, the middle of nowhere, South Carolina out in the foothills. Um, and uh, where there's like an angles, like half an hour away from right. like the, the closest <laughs> grocery store is like a half hour's drive. And we got all of our shit and we took the cat and we, and we bought some Legos and we went up to this cabin and I made our snacks and we watched white Christmas and got hammered built Legos uh, and built Legos and ate snacks and open presents. And it was honest. And it was, it was like, we, we, we missed our families, but we were talking about it today. It was like, I'm so glad we're getting to see our family this year, but that was seriously one of the best Christmases I've ever yeah, had. That sounds life. like a blast. It was great. We watched that terrible wonder woman sequel. And, oh, uh, yeah. It was it was so good. So that like, happened. We're really yeah exactly. So we're really because this year you know Thanksgiving we're spending with her family, Christmas we're spending with mine, and uh, so we're really excited about that. But the fact of the matter is is that uh, we still we still had a really good one with just our little our little family, uh, yeah. a couple and a cat, you know. Kind yeah. Of thing. So That's it adorable. could be a lot worse. Could be a lot worse. Yeah. What about you? What uh, I, for, I I forget what you even asked about. I just I was just off to the races on that one. Uh, I asked what your favorite side dish was. <laughs> that basically just summarizes everything about you and me and the show, and that just nails everything. That just oh my god. Let me tell you a little bit about what I think about this country. Uh, it's just like, oh, side dish, side dish. What about you, Kevin? What is your favorite side dish? Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes? Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I'm you a do good, mashed potatoes. I, I, do, I do enjoy mashed potato. The mashed potatoes, you, you got your mashed potatoes, you got your, your stuffing. Mm -hmm. Never, I love cranberry juice. Never been a big cranberry sauce guy. Okay. Um. Except until I found like that there's more of a um, like a compote like like cranberry sauce that is so like more saucy because when yeah. I was a kid growing up, it was always like, you know, the, the cranberry sauce that it was like you opened up the can and then you would. Yeah. And yeah. it just made that sad that little. <laughs> yeah, the suction sound. And it's just like it was more of like a jello mold. Um, I was, I was never like into that. And then like recently when I've seen this more saucy type cranberry sauce, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I can, I could get down with that. I think that's, that's actually what cranberry sauce is meant to be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rather just, than the tin that yeah. you, you suction a jello mold out of that's, and you that's just, not and you cranberry. Just use the lid of the can to <laughs> slice pieces out of it. And... <laughs> you slice it up into a oh. little Canadian bacon sized right. <laughs> slices of cranberry. That's kind of, that's, I love stories like that where it's just like, you know, I never used to like this food. And then I found out that I was eating the worst possible example. Then I found out food. I was eating it wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like I never I never liked uh, 
I never liked ham, and then I realized that it was just because I was eating Oscar Mayer bologna. Right. I never, I never cared for wine, but that, and then I realized it was because I was drinking Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. <laughs> yeah, I, I love those stories. <laughs> yeah. So is it gonna? It's a you, you, you being the family man. You know, is yeah. it Just your your family. You got any extended? Family? We are we are flying. We are, oh. as of this episode, uh, I will be up in Pennsylvania, uh, in the Poconos. Oh, yeah. Um, at my... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hold on. I pity the dog. <laughs> I talk shit. Kevin the Hammer Earhart. You know, that was my, uh, the nickname <laughs> this uh, basketball coach gave me when, when I was like... 12 years old the hammer the hammer no I don't know his name was actually i'll probably bleep that out because yes. don't want to dox him he was a he was a uh terrible alcoholic definitely sure. gonna bleep it out now um yeah, yeah, he was right. my, now you really should yeah now i really should uh he was my youth basketball coach and um yeah he was like yeah Kev, you're the hammer. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know where he got that from. Um, I was the tallest kid on the team by about. What are you two doing? For those who, who can't see because my background is blurry, my dogs are. Kind of staring at each other awkwardly. Uh <laughs> I always think this is why I leave the door open. I, we have a screen to back porch and yeah. just let the cats go fucking wild out there yeah while we do this <laughs> just you just gotta let them in and out yeah um yeah yeah he would call me the hammer and i don't the know hammer. why and i was i was like a foot taller than all the other kids in the okay, yeah and it was like everybody everybody else like capped out like everybody at it that i knew as a kid all my my childhood friends capped out at like five foot five sure sure <laughs> it was just we, it's so funny because in grad school like you and me and and Pretty much all of the the guys we hung around with, with some exceptions, but I just remember it being a really tall bunch. Yeah, Graber wasn't that tall, but no, no, he wasn't that tall. But like, I was one of the shorter guys, and I'm six foot. Graber like, listens to the podcast, so he'll. Graber Graber was a little shrimp of a man who was as wide as he is tall. <laughs> what do you think about that, Graber? <laughs> Yeah, dwarven runic sage. This and this will be his second mention on the podcast, so I'm sure he's just thrilled. He's he's a he's a part of us. He's a part he's, of our hearts. <laughs> we love you, Graver. We you, love you. You, um, you, you filmmaking dynamo. You. Yeah. So is um, are you gonna be, are you gonna be listening to any books over oh. the course of the Thanksgiving break? Uh, I probably will actually. Yeah. I, I've been, I actually have a massive library, uh, on audible, uh, that has just been building up and building up because it helps, you know, you and I have mentioned this before on the show several times that it helps. We read these books, but it helps to have the audio books too. Cause we'll be, we both work from home. And so yeah, it's yeah, good yeah. to have those playing and that kind of thing. And uh, when when we have a brief respite between books, I tend to be catching up on podcasts or sure. things like that. So I do have this lovely collection. I, I've got uh, 
I've got Jason Schreier's press reset mm. uh, that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I have got uh, a few, uh, uh, quite a fistful, actually, of Warhammer 40K Horse Heresy novels. Of course, so you, you blink and you miss 10. I know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I've been trying, I told myself, because uh, our friend Rob uh, it has been uh, the proper Rob. He's been, uh, he, he got through the entire Horus Heresy series. Wow. I'm trying to get through that. I don't know how he, do- how he did it. Yeah. Uh, I think I might be halfway through. I have to double check. Is Rob still and, a bartender? Uh, is he is, is he still is he still a bartender? Is he? St- I'm not sure. I, I just I'm only I can imagine him like just listening while he's like having an. <laughs> that would make a lot bar. of sense, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and and then the other big thing that I have that I love Audible for is uh, uh, the Great Courses. Are you mm-hmm. familiar with that? No. It's this really kick-ass series. They've been going on forever, where. They're uh, they're basically college level courses taught by professors who are like oh, experts cool. in their field. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got this twelve hour series of lectures by Bart Ehrman, who is a, a religious writer who wrote misquoting Jesus and 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 uh, or misquoting Christ. I forget which one, but he's right. like he's a really well known and well respected theological professor and scholar, and he did a twelve and a half hour series of lectures called the historical Jesus, where they take Jesus for the time period and they wow. put it into perspective. I I'm an armchair theologian and I love that shit. Do you get, do you get, are you going to get some credits for that? That's no, I, I, I get nothing. <laughs> That's how much of a geek I am. I get nothing but the satisfaction of being a geek who enjoys uh, his book learning. I've also got, look, I, I'm going through it right now. I got one Ben Franklin's lessons in life from Mark Canada. That's a four and a half hour series of courses. The Skeptic's Guide to Alternative Medicine, The History of Rum, American Monsters, some American cryptozoological shit. Oh Five God. hours of that. Come that's, on. That's amazing. It's some good shit. And I guess this is probably as good a time as any to mention uh, that we recently acquired a sponsorship uh, through Audible, ladies and gentlemen. Audible, you say? Audible. That's right. Audible.com. It is Audible.com. It's it's the it's basically the world's largest repository of amazing books on what do you call it? CD books, MP3, audiobooks. Yeah, audiobooks. There it is. Audiobooks. Audiobooks. So basically, all this stuff that we were talking about, like half of the ones I mentioned, are just free. They just come with your Audible subscription. So with your account, you get one free audiobook. Per month, plus you get access to this huge library of free stuff they have, discounted stuff that they have, and on top of that, you can sign up for a daily email where one of their audiobooks, which is normally $20, $25, they price it down to like $3, $4, $5, and uh, it's a fun little thing to wake up to, to see if it's a, a book that you want. Uh, right. They also do a ton of sales. It's amazing. So if you go to audibletrial.com backslash pixel lit and sign up there. You will get one free month and a free book to go with it, to try it out. See if you like it. If you don't like it, cancel it, just knock it out, but give it a shot because there's literally nothing to lose. You can listen to a lot of the books we've been listening to on this show. Uh, You can listen to Bioshock Rapture, which is coming up. 
You can listen to Far Cry Absolution. You can listen to Halo, The Fall of Reach. All of those are books that we have found through Audible. And on top of that, they have a ton of video game novelization books that are free on there, like a whole lot of them. And you and I have actually gone through it. Yeah, we have. uh, Well, that makes that an easy choice as to what we're going to uh, listen to at a certain point. That makes things real easy. Um, But yeah, I agree with everything you said. I love Audible. Some my problem is sometimes I let the I'll I'll let the credits build up a little bit. So I have all these credits and I'm like, ooh, and then I go on a credit spree and then I'll I'll spend two minutes. I'll end up like buying credits by the end of because I'll just get on this binge of like, oh, I can and get these six and then I'll find seven that I want. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And they're like, you know, Audible is like Steam. They they kind of sense your weakness at times. Yeah, uh, in the best possible way. Uh, on mo- like I said, I've been trying to listen to the Horace Heresy series, and I'll go through I'll go through it in the same way you're talking. Like I'll go through it in spurts. Like, right. I'll listen to like four of them in a row, and then I'll stop listening for like four months or something like that. But it's happened on multiple occasions that I have torn through two or three of my Horace Heresy books and I don't have any left until my next credit comes in. And I go, right. Well, that's okay. I've got other stuff I should read and that's fine. Just wait until the next month. No big deal. And the next morning I'll get an email from them being like, Hey, we heard that you needed credits. Motherfucker. You want three credits for the price of like one. How about that? <laughs> Come on. We know you, you're going to, you're going to finish the book. The emperor so can't you, do it without you, you Phil. And- you ran out of credits, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, it's like, yes, I failed you. I, I'm aware. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I guess I'll get the, the damnation of Pythos. Thanks. You know, it, it just, it just, it goes on. It's like, like you just like head. It's like going to, uh, going to see a movie that you're embarrassed about. You're like head down up to the <laughs> ticket counter. Exactly. Be like one, one, please. One, please. <laughs> one, please. Don't look at me. I'm don't, begging you. Don't look at me. I'm begging you not to look at me. Uh, but yeah, so that is that is uh, that was not going to be an ad, but we did have exciting news. New exciting news. Share. We have a we have an audible. We have an audible thing now. We're yeah. we're real we're real content now because we we're are sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're sponsored. There's money involved, <laughs> and that's what makes it real. That's what makes it real. So Art check out plus audible commerce. trial. Oh yeah, exactly. Art plus commerce. <laughs> the the truest form audibletrial.com slash pixel it that's audibletrial.com slash pixel it p-i-x-e-l-l-i-t two l's as andrew ryan intended yes <laughs> I you go that. in there and you tell him andrew ryan sent you you said you tell him andrew ryan sent you um <laughs> which is a that's a nod to the to, to the next book that's going to be coming up for you fine folk Ooh, next week. Um, shit for you. You, so didn't think, you didn't think we were gonna so we were gonna just do a personal Thanksgiving episode no, and forget all about not. the actual content. Of course not. We didn't do that. Um so what do you uh before we before we wish people a happy Thanksgiving, are you playing anything right now? I've been playing a bunch of stuff. Uh I've been getting an itch lately, and uh it's kind of funny. My uh my my fiance's been dog sitting a lot lately her friend has been in and out of town so she goes off and takes care of the dog for a few days here and there 
And, uh, and I just can't be trusted anymore. Like she goes and I'm like, well, I better open up a few bottles of wine to keep me company and play a video game until I pass out at 4 a.m. It doesn't matter that it's a Tuesday. Like it, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, I, I don't, you don't realize how quickly you fall into that domestic bliss kind of thing where yeah. you're like, okay, well, it's nine 30. We better go ahead and snuggle up and read let's a little bit before to, we go to sleep. Read a little bit and get a bed. Yeah. You don't, then, yeah, you don't, it's just like, we're just getting fat and, and we're and watching Christmas movies and reading books. And, and, and then she goes away for a few nights in a row. And I'm like, I'd probably better play nine games. Uh, <laughs> so, I better better load up on video games and pizza and wine. <laughs> pretty much, I mean that's not wrong. So yes, I I've been playing. I played. Uh, I finished up. Uh, Inscription, uh, which we've yes, talked about. We, we talked about. It. Yeah, we finished that one up. Um, I played uh, a weird little indie game called Lake, uh, okay. which I recently put up a, a review on. Mm-hmm. It's long story short, it's kind of a it's like Gilmore Girls, the video game. Hmm. Uh, if that appeals to anyone who's listening, if you like Gilmore Girls and or video games, uh, give Lake a try. It's yeah, it's, you you're basically I like this Gilmore woman. Girls. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, I fucking love the Gilmore Girls. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it, you're basically this woman who is trying to get away from her busy city job for a little while, mm. so she's spending two weeks in this tiny little town in Oregon. Uh, the centered around a lake and she takes over her dad's postal work job. And you're basically going around this little town and dropping off packages and envelopes and getting to know the neighbors and stuff while you do that. Right. Um, and it's really cute. And it's got several endings. I went with the uh, lesbian uh, off on an adventure, um, like road hippies ending because I really, I, I had no choice. Uh, it was yeah. Required uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. 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 That sounds fitting for you. I, I did that. Uh, I pl- oh, I played. Uh, I just finished um, Dagon today. Hmm. Oh yeah, you we, were telling me about that in the. Did we talk about that in the Halloween episode? I, I feel like did. yeah, we briefly brought it up. Yeah. It's when we were digging through games at that when we like oh, lost yeah. the thread and we, we were just yeah like, we lost the thread and kind of what just are these? started going through Steam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I played it today. It's it doesn't take long. It takes like half an hour, forty minutes to play. Um, it's not what I'd call a game. Um, it's a narrative experience with sure. trivia pieces about Lovecraft. It's like a narrative version of one of his stories. Um, but the visuals are so beautiful. Basically they're showing off how good they are at visuals and uh, at creating a mood and an atmosphere. Right. Um, it's so good that all I can think about uh, is is how much I want them to get teamed up with somebody who could help design puzzles for them. Ah, uh, yeah. I feel like if they got team, if the if the visual artists and the writers and that sort of thing beyond behind Dagon could get matched up with like an old school mist style puzzle maker or something sure. like that, I feel like we could have like a masterpiece on our hands. Oh, okay. And 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 Dagon is totally free. Uh, it's getting like overwhelmingly positive reviews and stuff like that on. on so Steam. somebody like say Jonathan Blow, if Jonathan Blow wasn't an asshole. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There are uh, yeah there there are limits, but yes, yes, you're. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, I played a little bit of uh, the collection of uh, Castlevania Advance mm-hmm. games. Um, they, it's a trilogy of games that came out for the Game Boy Advance, and they're all right. Castlevania. Um, it, all it did, I, I didn't get very far into it because all it did was totally reinforce the fact that I am not good at Metroidvanias. I don't have the attention span for them. Yeah, I, I mean, and I kind of, I've, I've, I've gotten, I've, I think I've picked up that vibe from you before. Yeah, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of backtracking and and the, it's the, tough. Yeah, it's tough. And they've gotten better at it with modern ones. You sure. know, people like I really loved Ritual of the Night. Oh, Ritual that I was so fun. It was a great game, and it was designed uh, so that it did have a little backtracking, but it was way more user friendly in sure. that sense. So I didn't like my brain didn't melt at the possibility of having to go back four or five rooms and right all that shit. And and these games, I mean, you can see the craftsmanship. You can you can see with a lot of these games, it's like, oh, this is probably a really good game. It's a shame sure. I'm never gonna finish it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how that yeah, I can imagine you'd have you would have some issues with Hollow Knight. Um, I tried. I everything about Hollow Knight, and I know I'm gonna give it another try because, because it's every bugs. It's bugs. It's and you're the bugs. bug guy. I'm the bug guy, and it's such a great aesthetic. And like everything about it is like, I need to play this. I feel like I'd really enjoy yeah. this. Um, so I feel like I'm going to come back to that one eventually. Sure. Um, and tomorrow at some, speaking of which tomorrow, I think at some point I'm going to start bug tales. Okay. Um, which is this, um, not tomorrow, Thanksgiving, but tomorrow, not tomorrow real Thanksgiving. time tomorrow, as tomorrow, of when we're recording this The past. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically a, um, super Mario RPG. Sure clone uh oh, all okay. the character it, like everyone who has played it has basically said this is a giant ripoff in almost every way of super mario rpg or the early super mario paper games yeah yeah, and yeah. i couldn't love it more like that's been the consensus like everyone's like this is cl- it's clear what they're trying to do right um and it's and, and it's okay uh yeah bug fables the everlasting sapling it's very cute. Uh, it's very, and, and again, it's it's very clearly meant to evoke those old school Mario RPG vibes. Uh, and I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. So I think I'm gonna. Wild oh wow! Yeah, just one. down to the graphics. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. It's got it's. Oh, it's literally Paper Mario. Yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> it's it's just that there are bugs instead, and so. Except- there's a part and I liked Paper Mario and all that shit. So there's a part of it that's like, I might like this better. Let's, <laughs> this might be a better thing. So I'm gonna do that. And then after all that is done, because that will have gotten me because I've been getting a lot of uh review copies lately. Something happened where I've just been more active online. Emailer has been uh They've been very generous to me. Yeah. Yeah. I've been getting a lot of free games. And uh, so I want to make sure they get some coverage and, and I, and I talk about them and give them their fair shake because I hate getting uh, a complimentary game and, and just not covering it. It feels wrong. Uh, Right. Even if, even if the best I can do is to like come out really quick and go, all right, here are my thoughts, that kind of thing. Um, I have to do something, but after that's done, I can start whittling away ever so gently into the pile of Halloween games that you and I bought that night. Oh, <laughs> that's right. 
We did buy and a lot of Halloween games that night. A lot of Halloween games. And I think Halloween I'm going to start games. with, um, what was the Vampire XCOM game you talked me into? Oh, God, yeah. I didn't even buy that. I, I you just didn't managed, buy I, Oh, I, I did. I just managed to talk you into it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Other Side. Other Side. There Other Side, which is like Vampire XCOM. So as soon as I have got like my free game shit out, I'm starting in on the Vampire XCOM game because Jesus Christ. It, 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 all it needs is bugs, vampires needs, and bugs. And, vampires and, and bugs, man. That's it. That's all I need in my life. Any vampires and bugs <laughs> and the occasional glass of wine. I'm happy. Yeah. What about you? What are you, uh, what are you playing? Kevin? Uh, right now I'm only playing, um, really only playing Returnal right now. I went back, really? I went back to Returnal, which, okay. so I re- played Returnal at the beginning of the year when it first came out because I had this shiny new PlayStation five and there was no, uh, exclusive games to play for it, really. I mean, I right. there was the Demon Soul Souls remake, got it, beat it. Returnal came out, um, and I remember I didn't bounce off of it. I didn't. I definitely didn't bounce off of it because I put dozens of hours into Returnal, could not get right. past the second boss. So, for those of you who don't know, Returnal is a rogue light. I'm going to call it a rogue light because it does it does give you progress. It's not like so if it was a true roguelike, it would, you know, there you could have no permanent progress, basically. Right. Um, a roguelite gives you some progress and gives you some like levels, level ups and stuff like that. Um, so um, it's a roguelite procedurally generated um, maps every time you, you load up. But it's like this massive AAA quality. It, and it's also a bullet hell shooter. Um, wow. It is, and it is gorgeous, and it is action-packed. The design is amazing, and it is hard as balls. It is, it is so difficult. And there's people on the on the Returnal subreddit. I was just browsing there today, and somebody somebody posted to be like, "Oh, I finally did it after my fifth run. I beat the game." And I was Jesus like, "Fifth Christ. run." Fifth run, I didn't even get to the first boss on the fifth run. Oh, this game is gorgeous. Holy shit. Yeah, it is beautiful. So hard, though. Um, so I, 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 dozens of hours sunk into it, put it down. Now, six months later or so, more than six months, I pick it back up. And uh, I've got past the second boss in like in nice. just a few more tries. I was like something I couldn't get through uh you know months ago i finally beat him so uh i'm sometimes that's into what it. you need to do you yeah know, you, just... you need a little you need a little breather um so Dude, this thing looks like it has some serious body horror shit going on yeah it does have some of that um nothing happens so far at least to the main character sort of um right yeah, this is, this it, is there's also some there's there's some random horror elements in there as well um there's there's uh some there is some pt ish influence influenced moments that are folded in there kind of nicely um so and i'm surprised returnal didn't get more buzz for game of the year i know the game awards voting just came out um yeah i did not see that is not listed anywhere um possibly because of when it was released it was of all the games that uh were nominated i think it was Mm -hmm. released earlier than any of them 
Um, oh, okay. So, okay. you know, kind of like a victim of its own. Uh, sort of like you almost never see a movie that was released in January uh, nominated right. for an Academy it's just, Award. It's a, it's a lousy time to, <laughs> to release yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, yeah, Returnal probably it's probably on my list for a game of the year. Um, okay. As yeah, that's right another now. thing we're going to have later. That's another thing that we're going to have for you. Um, for you fine folk, we're going to have a game of a little game of the year podcast towards the end of the year um, where we kind of get down into it, talk about what we liked playing. Um, yeah. Other than that, yeah, I, I'm playing Returnal and I'm reading a book that you recommended to me called Night Bitch. Oh, how do you like it so far? It is an interesting. <laughs> That's a good way to put it's it. It's very. It, it it leaves me very tense when I read yeah. it because it just reminds me of the early days of parenthood. Um, sure. Yeah. And I it's I'm just, I just like I'm just suddenly back there and like all the muscles in my neck and shoulder are just like sore and tired from being tensed up all the time um you know lack of sleep and all there's that an good amazing stuff. there's this funny little story where um uh so our daughter woke up in the middle of the night and <laughs> um all i remember is april yelling at me to get up and get camilla <laughs> And I wake up and I said, well, why are you yelling at me? And she goes, this is the third time I've woken you up. And I don't <laughs> oh, remember no. the first two times. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. You you reach a depth of exhaustion that you didn't yeah. know you have. Like, she woke me up two times. And my brain wasn't even recording. Like, the record function was not working. <laughs> Wow. It just it's just just from just lack of sleep and that kind just of thing from, in general. Just from being tired and lack of sleep. Yeah. This was this is like in the first three months or so, I think, yeah. of, of having the having her home from the hospital. So um, I, I remember my brother uh when his son was born and he and my sister in law like were FaceTiming us and it was my first time seeing uh my nephew and and they were just smiling just smiling these kind of painted on real real smiles but like just holding it together and i said how you guys doing and my brother goes i haven't slept in three days and i went ha 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 you yeah sure and he goes no seriously dude three days oh i was like oh my god and my my fiance wants to have one of those yeah like she talked me into it oh like I was like, you, you knew me. I knew you la- back last when year. <laughs> I, I knew you like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> and she wants to, she, and, and it's like, she's like, I don't know. It's just one of those things where you're like, finally, you, you find the right person, you find the one and you're like, you know what? This does seem like a good idea. It isn't just, it wasn't that I was so, you know, horrified by the notion of having kids even though i was kind of good with not having them it was just like oh no i just maybe had a really bad run of partners for a long time there that god just couldn't even like it your brain prevented you from even imagining it as like like a safety measure (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Exactly. And then you meet the right person. We are like, well, we're a really good team. And like, we've got, we've got, we've got actual, we've got something that could actually work. You got for chemistry. This it's like, son of a bitch. Like, okay, we'll do this, I guess. And, uh, yeah. And I think about that and we'll, and, and, and I've been reading a lot of books coincidentally, I've been reading a lot of horror, a lot of thrillers because I'm doing a lot of horror writing. And so that's just the best thing to do. And Night Bitch is not horror per se. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's scary, got, though. It's scary. And it's literally for those of you guys who haven't read it or heard of this book, it's literally a book about a woman who's had a child. She lives with her husband who works away from home all the time. And she starts to she starts to lose and she starts to think that she's turning into a dog. And yep. it's basically about, you know, the idea of having a kid and how your body doesn't feel like it belongs to you anymore. And you're becoming something different. You're not who you were anymore. You're mommy now. And mommy yeah. might just happen to be a dog. Right. Uh, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it, it's fascinating. So I, 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 I read it and, uh, and I told my fiance, I said, you're going to have to read this at some point. And then after we have a kid, I think I'll read it again and see. How I think it's I think the good perspective, a good perspective on it is it's a cautionary tale. Um, I haven't I haven't finished it yet, but from what I from the first, I don't know, quarter of it or so, it's basically a cautionary tale of what happens when uh, parenting when somebody is left alone to yeah. have to raise a child. And you know what? Single parents, y'all are awesome. I mean, I, I definitely could not do what you do with the strength and grace uh, at which you do it. But at the same time, single parenting is definitely not for uh, everybody, all, all walks of life. And, and more and more, we've we've found out through anthropological studies and evolutionary studies, we were never meant to s- single parent. It was, you know, no. it takes a, it takes a village to raise a child. That's yeah, 100 percent. You know, your your kid is supposed to have a lot of adults in their life yes. and yes. and and have a lot of people that are are kind of guiding them through. It's not it's not just supposed to be all in one person. And I think Night Bitch is a really good cautionary tale of when one person has basically the weight of the world, which is a human life thrust upon their shoulders and a partner who doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as 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 and, and here's the worst part about it. Uh He's not a bad guy. No. And she keeps saying that. And and it's like, and you see it too. And you're like, here, he's not a bad guy, but you still want to strangle him. Oh, God. So it's yeah. like this thing where you think, well, I'm not a bad guy. I could still become strangleable. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, but yeah, I, I totally agree because it's about finding that community. Yeah. Because as little as three or four generations ago, not even that much, like two, three generations ago, your grandparents and your great grandparents, when your parents and your grandparents were born, they weren't, they weren't raising you by themselves. They lived in the same town with their aunts and their mothers and And their their sisters and brothers and cousins. And uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone was together. And so you had like, I have to go do this one thing. Well, that's fine. The kids are all playing over here with my kids. So go do the thing. Right. And then when I have to go do something, you're going to be it's 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 about the loss of that community. Right. Uh, which we absolutely have lost uh, yeah. in favor of making money. <laughs> <laughs> the villain, it's, as always, folks, 
is capitalism. Capitalism, baby. Now, uh, <laughs> but this what a Black sexy Friday. <laughs> We'd like to announce our Black Friday deal. Our Black Friday uh, sale on all Pixelit merch. <laughs> Black Friday, uh, it's buy one, get one free Kevin. Cyber Monday, buy one, get one free Phil. So, so you know, if you want two you know Kevins, two do. Phils, you know. <laughs> you, there you, we'll, we'll help you raise your kids. Yeah. That's what you want, right? That's what, that's what you're looking of, for. A couple of men who are pushing... Pushing 40. Heavily towards middle age. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of whom already has a kid of his own. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you want, isn't it? You want a man who's almost 40 and has no children to help you take care of your children. Yeah. Right? Right? No, I, I think that's what everybody wants. That's the dream. That's just, that's just, that goes without saying, really. That goes without saying. Yeah. So um, I think that's that about... I think We've that hit, covers it. That covers it. We've hit 50 minute of our 30 minute Thanksgiving special. That's always, <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds like us. Yeah. Um. So honestly, though, from Phil and I, we really hope you have a, uh, a good day on Thanksgiving. If you celebrate, if you don't, happy Thursday, you know, happy Thursday. I hope it's a wonderful Thursday. I hope it's the best Thursday you've ever had. If I'm being honest. Um, and, uh, and you know, if it, if, if Thanksgiving brings up painful memories for you, if you have, uh, family issues, um, I hope you find something, uh, tomorrow that gives you solace and know that we and, uh, our community are here for you. Um, Absolutely. so I hope it's a great day regardless of, of how you're feeling. And, and no matter what, no matter what, whether you celebrate, whether you don't, you will always have MST3K Turkey Day Marathon. Day. You will. You will. So turn on, you know, the internet machine and allow some Midwestern chuckle fucks to make you laugh. That's the best way to do it. That's a good way to go about it. That's a good way to go about it. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays, everyone.